Hi friends and welcome to the Secrets of a Witch podcast with me, Sabrina Scott, where I'm talking about life, love, healing, magic, witchcraft, and everything in between, as we do. So today's episode, let's just launch right into it. Um, It's something that I feel like I just need to talk out and share with you guys because it's something that I've observed a few times lately and I just want to like analyze as one does. (laughs) So I've had a few episodes previously about abuse and manipulation. I had one on like warning signs on manipulative behaviors. I did another episode recently on abuse psychology 101, like how to kind of notice that shit. And I've been thinking and reflecting about this in specifically a coaching context because I've observed it, right? And it's something that I just feel like I want to talk about and name and this, I'm not going to name anybody in particular. Like, I'm not going to throw anyone under the bus. I'm not going to do a call out. Like, because I do think this is bigger than just one person. I think it's bigger than two people. I think it's bigger than three people. And it's tough, right? Because a lot of what I do also involves one-on-one coaching and mentorship and stuff like that. And I also love working with mentors. I love hiring mentors. I love taking courses. And I'm always working to grow and self-improve myself and all of this. It's such an important thing to me. And so as I am mentoring others, I always am on my own journey of self-improvement. And with all of that, like I get to interface with different teachers, different coaches and kind of try them on for size and see see how it resonates, see if they're a total snake oil salesman, see if they're full of shit or see if they have something valuable to offer. And you know what is so interesting about it is I don't really think it's one or the other. Like I think it can be both. I think someone can have a lot of really valuable teachings, but also be manipulative. You know, I think someone can be like an amazing coach, but also actually use some abuse psychology in their sales. It's pretty fascinating, honestly, to think about. And, you know, I've, I'm a big true crime person. I love um, documentaries about cults and like weird stuff like that. Pretty much all I watch is documentaries. I'm just going to out myself as being that person. But I've seen so many documentaries about kind of like spiritual kind of woo-woo culty stuff. Um, Like one of them would be about Bikram, like the yoga dude. I think there was another one about this guy called John of God, if I'm remembering that right, and who was supposedly a medium. And there was this big hubbub about the the latter individual who I just mentioned. And everyone was like, oh, like, was he a sham? Like, was he a liar? Was he a this? Was he a that? And it's like, well, from my experience with mediumship and all of that, like looking at him, like I do probably actually think he probably was a pretty talented medium to have such an ongoing practice for such a long period of time and to attract so much praise and testimonials from clients and whatever but like someone can be a talented fill in the blank but also still sketchy (laughs) someone can be like the best coach ever and still sketchy and like we even see this in 
like the American gymnastics drama, um, to put it lightly. Like, I think I'm not going to get into the whole bit about that, but I think some coaches were uh, physically and sexually abusive towards the gymnasts. And I'm sure those like, I don't, I don't know if it was coaches, if it was coaches or like their doctors or whatever. I don't fucking remember. It's beside the point. But what I'm trying to say is that oftentimes people who are good at what they do and, you know, technically they've got a lot of skill. Maybe they're an amazing coach. Maybe they're an amazing physician. Maybe they're an amazing medium. Maybe they're an amazing whatever. That person can still have all the talent in the world and still be manipulative and still be abusive. It's just like a true thing. It's not a one or the other, one size fits all type of dichotomy. Like that guy who I mentioned probably actually in reality is an incredibly talented medium and spirit worker. Like I believe that. Uh, was he also abusive and manipulative and sketchy? Also 100%. And so people get to decide, is it worth it for them, you know, to work with that person, that coach, that mentor, that whatever? Is it worth it? Like, and can you protect yourself psychologically from whatever potential, you know, things that could come from that? And I think that's important to just be aware of. Obviously, I do think there is... Um, personal responsibility for some things obviously not others like I think our whenever we are abused it's not our fault but it is our responsibility in terms of what do we do with that what actions do we take next how do we heal ourselves and I know it can be really really hard to do that Uh, it can feel like an uphill battle but it's always worth it so I just want to throw that up there but to get back to the topic of like weirdo coaches. So I had an experience recently. I'm not going to name names. Like I said, I'm just not interested in playing that way. Like it's just not really who I am uh, at this point. I don't need to attract any drama. I don't need to, you know, get in a flame war with anybody. I'm really not interested in that. Um, what I am interested in is examining things, thinking critically, Uh, feeling into my body and seeing what comes up, right? And just figuring it out. And one thing I want to say just as a disclaimer is I do believe that sometimes we can be triggered by somebody and a trigger can show us where we still need to heal, which I think is a beautiful thing about what a trigger can be. It can show us where we still need to soothe, where we still need to work on. It can show us what we still have left to learn. Uh, So I think that's one thing. Um, and sometimes that has nothing to do with that person being evil or bad or abusive. It's like, you know, sometimes we can get triggered by someone just being happy and joyful and living their best life. Does that mean that person being happy and joyful and living their best life is an abuser because we're triggered? Like, no, obviously the fuck not. That it makes no sense. So I'm trying to say, like, it's important to distinguish our triggers, right? Like, is the trigger about us and our own wounding and our own stuff that we're working through our own stuff that we're healing or is that reaction because something actually sketchy is happening right and that can be a really hard thing to untangle it can be really difficult to decipher which is which and so I want to make space for that but I want to talk specifically about the murkiness that I've observed and experienced in some coaching spaces and so there's one person in particular I'm thinking about um 
who on the outset like has a great energy i'm sure this person's life is like fabulous um but what i was noticing in their messaging in how they are engaging with clients i joined a little experience with the person just to kind of dip my toes in and try it out and were a lot of the teachings like really great yeah was i inspired yeah absolutely but what i noticed was a few things that left this very unpleasant taste in my mouth and left me with a very weird feeling in my body that just didn't feel right. And so what I noticed was this mix of love bombing, like just being so over the top, effusive, like crying, like love bombing everybody. And then pretty much like two seconds later, kind of devaluing the people that have not done fill in the blank in like the way that the person like would have preferred so you know like being tagged or engaging with the teachings in a particular way or like not doing the teachings in a particular way or participating in a particular way or not participating in a particular way or you know refusing to sign up for the next level of mentorship which is thousands of dollars or like whatever whatever and what I noticed if I felt into my body was like this roller coaster of emotions which was like wow I'm so inspired I feel so vibrant I feel so alive I feel so like ready to go out and get life and do this and do that but on the flip side I felt this sense of like shame and you know it relates a lot to what I talked about in the previous episode about abuse psychology like where there is this like kind of bait and switch between this like love bombing this effusive affection like you feel like you're at home you feel like oh my god I feel so cared for I feel in community I feel this I feel that and there is this like beautiful feeling thing and then within two seconds it's like switches and it can be really subtle and with this person it was very subtle like but it switches to this kind of manipulative language where you are made bad for not buying the thing for not engaging in the group in an ABC way for not doing this for not doing that for refusing to be exactly in this one particular mold for refusing to like share whatever you know share that you joined the thing and refusing to tag whatever about inspiration let's just say as an example and all of that just felt very icky to me I felt very like fucking weird I felt very insulted I felt and like none of this was directed at me per se I wasn't tagged in anything um but just observing and like feeling into the experience and just like looking at what was said feeling into what was said it brought up so much for me and I was like wow this person is really taking me for a ride in terms of this like emotional roller coaster and was I considering purchasing the higher level coaching I was I was thinking about it because I was like you know what like even though some of this really has felt like kind of manipulative and weird I have enjoyed the trainings and maybe the next training will be even more fantastic and just being in this positive energy maybe that will just be all the shift that that would do well for me do you know what I mean but if I actually take that five steps back I'm like wow no what's happening right now is this like weird psychological manipulation and this this movement 
kind of like rhythmically back and forth between this like effusive positivity and this effusive like lovingness or something that looks like lovingness but might not actually be and then flipping that back and forth within the same like two second span where you're kind of insulted for not you know doing abc you're insulted for not doing you know whatever 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 i'm not going to get into details but it was just so interesting to me to notice that and what it brought up in my body and noticing it as a tactic because it, it really is this like fascinating emotional manipulation tactic where it's like you create that emotional bond of like, wow, I feel so loved. I feel so cared for. I feel so supported in this space, blah, blah, blah. I feel like up to 11. I feel so happy. And then the threat of that being taken away if you're not a good girl if you're not a good boy, if you're not a good kid, if you're not a good whatever, if you don't play the game exactly right. And this is exact same psychology that I see specifically in cults, like also in abusive relationships and abusive families, but I do see it in cults, right? And so that is part of how cult psychology works is like, there's the party line, there's like this particular way of doing a particular way of behaving. And anyone who doesn't fit into that exact cookie cutter, like thing is kind of insulted they're kind of ostracized the insult may be very subtle the shun may be very subtle like it can all be incredibly subtle if you're not looking for it and you know there's a lot of ways to make excuses for this but if you notice it it becomes this like weird warping of like your brain and your psychology and you just get kind of sucked into these weird like group community type of systems where it's like there's one way to be And my disclaimer here is, you know, I understand like business in one way, like is a dictatorship, (laughs) you know, like my business is going to play by my rules. Like, am I happy to take feedback? Sure. But at the end of the day, like this is mine. This is my creation. It's my business and I'm going to run it the way that I want to. Same can be said for any other business owner. Like it's their business they are there to serve others. I'm there to serve others in what I do. Absolutely. But ultimately it's that person's decision on how they want to run their ship, so to speak. And like, I get that, you know, everyone can kind of do their own thing and everyone gets to choose who they feel like they resonate with and who they want to work with. I totally, totally get that. I think that's great. Um, but what I'm talking about here is the importance, I believe, of divesting from folks who, behave this way in a coaching space and I think it's so unfortunate because I've hired so many like coaches before I've been in so many different uh, mentorship programs and courses myself right like I sell online courses but I've also taken so many and I know they work and that's why I make them because I've been in them and I love them and there is something amazing about about that you know this learning experience and, and like this sharing experience and it opens it up across time and space and that's really really beautiful this thing that the internet can do um unfortunately you know some of this manipulative psychology is incredibly powerful and incredibly subtle and so it can be really really hard uh, to notice it. And I noticed it even before I signed up for this little mini offer from this individual. Um, but I was willing to be wrong and decide to dip my toes in anyway. And I decided, you know what, maybe I'm being judgmental. Funnily enough, my tarot cards were like, don't do it. <laughs> don't do it. Don't do it. Um, but you know what, I decided to dip my toes in anyway, and just feel it out, observe. And there is an 
like an explicit curricula, like what's being taught. And then there's an implicit curricula. And I feel like my implicit curricula, like what I've learned is probably wasn't in her curricula, um, you know, what she intended to teach. But what I have observed um, from my own self and what I've learned for my own self is stuff that I don't want to do and stuff that I don't want to be. Like, will I really try to communicate why what I do is actually healing and helpful and why my, why and how my courses and my offerings and my readings change people's lives. Absolutely. Um, it's important to me, like the answer to so many questions in my inbox, like honestly, is just like, take the course. I explained literally everything in the course at the same time. Like, do I think someone's like, you know, evil for not signing up for something that I offer? No. Do I think they're like a damaged person who I'm going to insult for not signing up for my offer? No, that would be weird. <laughs> like, am I going to insult people for not like sharing that they joined my course? Like, no, like that's up to them. Like, I know that this is private for a lot of people. So am I going to like shame people for like not sharing? Oh, I signed up for like this course. Oh, I just got a tarot reading. Like, no, I would never dream of doing that, ever. Like, does it warm my heart and am I so happy when people share? Absolutely. Do I love when people name me as their inspiration? Absolutely. I love it. It makes me feel so good. But am I going to, like, subtly manipulate people into doing that? Am I going to, like, with subtlety make people feel bad for not sharing? Like, absolutely not. Like, if you want to share, if you want to tag me, that's completely up to you. Does it make my day? Yeah. But are you evil or like a bad client or a bad student or whatever if you don't do that? No. Oh, my God. It's like insane. And so it's subtle stuff like that uh, that is insidious in some of these spaces. And so do pay attention to that stuff. I am hoping that I'm giving some tools Uh, Just to notice the psychology, to notice some of the tactics, to notice some of the manipulative stuff. Um, Because I do think it is so rampant and I think it's so easy to miss it until you're like entrenched in it. And you're like, oh my god, I feel like so on this emotional roller coaster of fuckery from this random bitch on the internet that like I don't even know. Do you know what I mean? And like it's so possible But what I want to just like leave everyone with here, if I can leave y'all with just some little tidbits of advice is like, listen to your inner compass, your gut, don't let anyone shame you for not sharing their work, you know, and like, of course, I remind everyone like, please share as I am talking about this, you know, like I always tell people like, yeah, share the podcast, like tell people about my books, tell people about my courses. Like if you love what I do, if you want to support me, like please share. But am I ever going to be like, oh, like you're not sharing my work because you have a psychic block and like, you're not actually a good woman. And like, you don't actually support other women and like, you're not actually vibrant and radiant. And like, you're actually not vibrating on a high soul level because you know, you're not sharing your inspiration, which is me, like, oh, you're so evil, like, I would never do that, like, that would be fucking crazy, but that is some of the stuff that is very similar to what folks are saying, and it's bonkers, and so, like, listen to that gut feeling that tells you, like, oh, this is weird, (laughs) or, like, I feel a bit wonky, like, is that normal, like, should I feel like that about this interaction with this person, like, you know, take that extra moment to take a step back, 
rather than being swept up in like the emotional whatever the fuck it is right and you know i run a business i am ultimately selling my courses my products I'm going to be selling a group challenge really soon. I'm so excited about it. I sell readings. I sell clothing. Ultimately, the point of a business is to make money. So I'm not going to pretend that that isn't true. At the same time, I do think there is ways that are more and less ethical to do sales and more and less ethical to you know, walk people through the buying process. And just because a particular methodology is effective it doesn't mean that psychologically it's something that i believe is healthy on the side of the coach or the side of the you know potential client or existing client so anyway that's all i'm going to say about that for now i'm sure i could babble about it forever um if you've had any experiences like this feel free to you know send me an email i'd be curious to hear if you resonated with uh, anything that i've got to say with all of this and you know what like Yeah, I did sink a few bucks into this mini experience with this person. But you know what? Like, I learned something and I I was reminded that, oh, there's like some kind of weird psychological stuff going on in some of these spaces. Okay, noted. And so if some people who are thinking about my courses, maybe they've been burned in the past. Maybe they felt like taken advantage of by some of these weirdo psychological like movements that some of these coaches are doing. And so they might be wary of investing again. I fucking get it, you know? And so... I prefer to look at everything as a learning experience. Like, what did I learn from this? What is the wisdom here? What can I take from this? Even if it was like a bit of a wonky, not great experience in some ways. And it was great in other ways. So it's like some things can be both. And then you get to decide, you know, what's the balance for you? For me, am I going to invest with this person again? No. (laughs) Um, Do I think I could learn a lot from some of their courses? Yeah. But the way that that manipulative kind of hot and cold loving and then devaluing pedestaling and then devaluing in a really subtle way that just doesn't feel good in my body it's not um it feels manipulative to me it doesn't feel you know as authentic as the brand uh, purports itself to be and so that's just not a match for me and that's just a thing that uh, is is where I'm at with that and so I just want to speak that into the world in the hopes that it is useful um I know, especially since the pandemic, a lot of us have been taking courses online and I've been teaching online. I've been a part of that movement and it's been an absolute blessing for me. And yeah, I just wanted to talk about that and put that into the world because I know that it's complicated. I don't think it's right to just paint all online courses with this brush of evil um, or malicious, but I do think it's so important to air out some of the problems in this space, especially since I do consider myself to be in this space too, right? So, okay, that's it for now. (laughs) I hope you learned something, my friends. I've got, oh my God, so many offers I want to talk about, but I'm just going to leave it till the next episode because it doesn't feel right to tack those on at the end of this one. So if you can't wait, if you're absolutely like brimming at the teeth or whatever the expression is and you're so excited and you really want to learn uh, some of the offerings I've got coming up, feel free to send me an email. I'm more than happy to fill you in. Uh, CEO at sabrinamscott.com. Of course, my website is sabrinamscott.com. And yeah, keep um, keep listening. If you dig the pod, share it with a friend if you think it'd be helpful for them. 
and stay tuned because I do have a bunch of super fun, exciting stuff planned at super low price points for the next like month or so. So I'm like super stoked about that. It feels really good um, just to expand people's access in like a low cost way. So that feels good. Anyway, more on that later. I just want to close out this episode because it's getting kind of long and I said what I needed to say. And I just want to give y'all some time and space to reflect on that, to kind of let that sink in before I babble about some of the stuff that I'll be doing uh, over the next few weeks and next few months. All right, friends, um, much love, sending you good vibes, and I hope wherever you're at in the world, whatever time of day or night you're listening, that you are having a great time and enjoying the refreshing and renewing vibes of Aries season and the equinox. Bye, friends.